Hey, welcome to the Oakland Warriors podcast. Uh, this is Patrick. And I'm Chuck. And uh, we talk about the Golden State Warriors from uh, from an old school fan's perspective. Because if you didn't love them at their worst, you don't deserve them at their best. What if DeMarcus Cousins is going to be close to what he is by the time? Have you seen these videos that are popping I, up? I, I have. I have. I saw. Um, I know you sent a couple to me. Yeah. I, <laughs> could you could you tell how excited I was? Yeah, no, <laughs> I didn't see any emojis, not many exclamations. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, you know, I thought it was typical kind of stoic, terse. Like, <laughs> hey, here's some information. Hey, look, watch this. No, I was I was a uh, very very excited, very enthusiastic. So, which did you see the video where Demarcus Cousins is doing those drills, those cone drills, like uh, dripping yeah. through the cones and then like just jacking up a. Sh- a ton of threes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the guy is is talented, and I can't. I hope. I hope. Uh, I mean, if he gets to like seventy five percent of who he was, um, I'll yeah. be I'll be happy. You know. I mean, it's 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 a brilliant situation for uh, for him to be in. That you know, if if you put on any other team that's not the Warriors, way too much pressure to come sure. back like before the end of the, of the calendar year. You mm-hmm. know? So now he gets to just chill. He can chill past the spring if he wanted, you know? Yeah. Well, they're, the Warriors are going to start at the five. Damian Jones? Damian Jones? I would think so. Yeah, right? Him or, I mean, you could go with Bell mm-hmm. as well, but um, I think. That's a small That's a small lineup because like, you have Draymond at the four and Bell at the five. Exactly. Although that would be a pretty exciting lineup to watch. Yeah, and like Bell is pretty short yeah um he's not like yeah he's listed as what six seven six eight but i think he's like i think he was listed in the draft as like six nine right <laughs> he's, yeah, I mean, that's he, not, he's definitely not six nine <laughs> maybe his high top puts him there yeah um, yeah yeah i mean but, he could jump i mean he's clay thompson's height because <laughs> clay thompson is like a legit six seven six eight right yeah, yeah six seven yeah. i six, think seven, yeah. yeah um but so, so besides steph curry and and kevin durant they would field a, a squad of guys who and andre I throw him in there too. There's and Sean Livingston, all the same height, like yep. between six six to six eight, right? Yeah. Like switchable. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that's that's who would pl- uh, play the five. Yeah, I think they would they would put Jones in because sure. they want to see what he. I mean, you know, what better situation than like playing with like the four all stars in a season sure. where they don't have to do much and all yeah. he has yeah all he has to do is rebound set picks see what you got see what yeah. you got exactly and play with energy right yeah. uh, and don't make stupid mistakes yep um i think i think he'll be fine i saw him play for santa cruz a few games i actually yeah. saw him in person once i was at a brewery in santa cruz uh and uh he was just hanging out with uh these nice seeming like local santa cruz like liberal hippie like middle-aged people it was weird it's like they adopted him or something Get him out of there. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, yeah, yeah. So I think Boogie looked great in the videos. Obviously, these videos they have there's a certain like narrative behind them, right? Like, look, uh, the comeback, or you know, right. set to very dramatic music, like as you and it's shot in black and white, and you know, yeah, I yeah. get it. But it's still pretty exciting to to imagine what he could he, what he could be like, bring to this team. What could he be like when when he comes back? You know, yeah. Um, you could pretty much like. It's funny, right? The, the the Showtime clip of him dunking it was was funny because yeah. it's like he he they show him jumping off his left foot, <laughs> which uh, his Achilles is left, right? I, I think so. Okay, yeah. and I assume so because they made a big deal out of it. Yeah, I'll um, look, I'll look it up. But uh, and as he pushes, they cut <laughs> right. Yeah, to his hand like barely getting over the rim. 
uh, a la Chris Mullen. <laughs> Chris Mullen in his prime. Chris Mullen in his prime. prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and dunking it, right? Yeah. And it's, uh, well, I guess I didn't see how high he jumped, but then, you know what I mean? It's like two two things cut together, right? Yep. Because um, they can't have the camera on, on one leg and then whatever. Maybe they had two cameras. But regardless, uh, it's early. I have no idea, like, how where he should be compared to other people and and his uh in his rehab process but uh i mean the fact that he can move like that at all is uh is promising considering it's beginning of september yeah yeah he he's definitely not in based on the videos based on the limited data that we have right like you couldn't tell if he's ready for the season he's probably not ready for the season he looks like like i always thought he was a little bit pudgy but he looked pretty slim yeah, he did. he's working out with his shirt off. Um, but I don't know if he'll—he's definitely gonna be ready for the season, like he said when he first signed with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I think realistically, after the All Star break, right, it, just bring in for like ten, fifteen minute spells, see how he goes. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how he can recover from like the the cutting movements, right? Like, yeah, because he wasn't doing any. He's very like linear, like mm-hmm. his movements, like back, going up and down the court. He wasn't doing a lot of cutting, um, and even when he did like crossover a little bit, he was pretty slow. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you know, the Achilles, Achilles is not, um, it's not, has not been historically been an injury that players have recovered from like, no. like often. Right. No, yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, he's, he's young ish. I mean, he's still like what, 28 or something. Yes. Um, and, uh, but I mean, the dude's a big dude, you know? And, uh, what do you, what, what would you say he was before the injury? He was like, uh, one to 10 athletic scale. What where would you put him? You know, I I would put him at like a seven and a half or something. Like he didn't, you know, I don't know if I'm underrating him, but he, you know, he was solid. He could do like basic things, but his uh, real his real value is his crazy skill set. You yes. Know? Post moves, shooting, you know, like um, rebounding and just being a big body that can that uses that body well. So. Uh, and I just confirmed it was the left, left, left Achilles that okay. was injured. Um, yeah, you're uh, shooting. Uh, I would say like passing from the high post. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. really good vision. Like he's a really good passer. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're running, when the, the Pelicans were running their, the offense through him, um, and when him and it seemed like him and, uh, uh Anthony Davis were starting to gel right before mm-hmm. he got injured. Like he, they're running a lot of like cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Alvin Gentry is a great coach, really good offensive uh, mind. So using using uh, Boogie that way, whereas you know in the past the last center they were able to do that was probably Andrew Bogut, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I see them using him in a similar way, and in fact they're both kind of hobbled in, in a similar way too. So yeah, I mean actually that's a really brilliant point because like I think that brilliant. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'll try to have another one. <laughs> Not too often. Okay. Um, but the fact that, you know, folks are excited about just Boogie Cousins because of his all-star talent, but you're right. Like, it's the passing that might make it the most entertaining. That yeah. might really just kind of, I mean, this, I was going to, you know, everybody says, oh, it'll unlock this, but like this team's already unlocked. It's They're not going to unlock shit. They so, need like, more facilitators if anything. Right. right? So, but, it, but it might just kind of make it like even more like absurdly uh, fun to watch. You know? Yeah. You all, you have passing at the one, the two, the three, 
the four. The three, I mean, KD is probably the weakest passer out of all five of them. But he's still a pretty good passer. Clay. Clay's good, man. Clay. Oh, yeah, okay. Fine, <laughs> fine, fine. You're right. Okay, so I would say Clay and Clay and KD would, if you're going to argue that they're weaker, weak passers. Yeah, they're, 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 they're not, both excellent passers. They're great passers. Yeah. But you have Steph, who's an otherworldly passer. Draymond, who's an otherworldly passer. And then mm-hmm. you have Boogie. Wow. Yeah. And then you have two of the greatest shooters of all time. Uh, who aren't focused on like distributing, and then you have the greatest shooter of all time, Steph Curry, who, if he wants to, you know, yeah. wow. Actually, yeah. and then now you have all five, all five uh, starters. If Boogie like ends up becoming a starter, who can shoot the three really well? Yeah. Well, except for Draymond, sorry. And then your first two guys off the bench are really good passers too. You yes. Know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. It's more of the same, right? More of the more of what they need. More, and it's just in a position that historically they haven't been able to get that from. Yeah. Besides, like again, Andrew Bogut. I hope that they take a long time to bring him back, but um, I can't wait. You know, just plain and simple, as like a fan. I mean, other other teams are gonna. Um, I have no idea because the Warriors they haven't had a post presence, right? Like that's what they keep saying. Like, sure, like, I mean post presence in the sense that they can just throw it down to somebody, they can go score, right? Like, yeah. KD is their best like low post player, and then. Clay is the next one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to just see like what happens with that, you know? Yeah, and uh, it'll be fun to see all the uh, comeback videos that are, keep popping up throughout the season too. He's not gonna be playing, so yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be sitting on the bench. So. Yeah, it's him sitting on the bench, like cheering the team on, me like the comeback. Yeah, I'm curious to see like what his presence will be on social media too once we. Uh, once the season starts as well. So Yeah, yeah. And I had no idea Showtime like did stuff like this. But I had no idea. I yeah. saw yeah, you saw the watermark and you're like, Oh, Showtime. Wow. Yeah, okay. it's like, oh, Showtime. <laughs> it's like, uh, that's it's good. It's yeah. Not, it's like kinda like HBO, right? <laughs> kinda like HBO. Uh do they had when I was growing up, Showtime it was Cinemax was the uh Skinemax. Skinemax, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Showtime had they had their stuff like Red Shoe Diaries, right? That was a Showtime show, wasn't it? Oh, was it? I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. I heard we we never had uh, premium cable, so these are like what my oh really what my what my uh, other friends one uh yeah we had a family member who worked for uh, the cable company, so we got free cable, including you know so it's great. You guys yeah 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 yeah. Hustlers. <laughs> You're listening to the Oakland Warriors podcast. Do you know Oakland Warriors is a website too? OaklandWarriors.com offers a collection of Warriors t-shirts that are comfy, classy, and cool. Fit for a real Warriors fan like you. Forget basic tees and boring designs. With Oakland Warriors, you can show your team pride with those in the know. So come celebrate the new death lineup with Steph, Clay, Draymond, Katie, and Boogie. Rep the Hamptons 5 and show some love for China Clay. I have a shirt from OaklandWarriors.com. It's comfy and soft, and it reps the dubs in a low-key but fun way. Don't believe me? Check out OaklandWarriors.com and use the code PODCAST at checkout for a 10% discount. Speaking of social media, um, have you been keeping up with NBA Twitter or uh, the going on Reddit or anything? Um, I haven't, I haven't gone on to Reddit. I've been laying off NBA Twitter because, uh, we talk about how this is the dead time of the off season, man. NBA Twitter is just really just depressing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last thing you remember seeing on NBA Twitter? 
nothing that actually is worth remembering. It's just people kind of rambling about about nothing of import. You know what I mean? But you know, it's going to fire up once the season, like once the preseason starts, it's going to fire. Up. Well, oh, oh, no, yeah. well, I would I would argue once training camp. Yeah, yeah, that's like in a couple weeks. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. Then yeah. we, we then then we actually have something to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> besides besides memories. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what have you seen? Um. Yeah. There's there's been a few interesting things. I'm curious to see what your take is since you haven't um you you haven't been on social media NBA social media. Um, one one item that caught my attention was interesting. Um, former Warrior legend Matt Barnes, uh, filed a restraining order against his uh ex-wife and filed for full custody of the kids. Apparently, they got into a thing, and he filed a complaint, uh, stating that he. She uh, had a, a attempted assault with a deadly weapon, uh, i.e. her car. Uh, some some situation where she was revving the car or the car like, hit him and one of their sons or whatever. But anyways, just drama. Hit the Dra- kid? I don't Those know, man. kids are little. Yeah, yeah, drama. Just like sure. whenever I think about that couple, I don't, I don't follow like uh, celebrity gossip or anything. I just know that Matt Barnes and his wife have a very volatile relationship. Um, if you think a couple years ago, a few years ago, Matt Barnes drove like hours to his ex-wife's house because she was dating Derek, Derek Fisher. And he was like chasing the, the story goes, he was chasing Derek Fisher around an Island. Really? Yeah. Like a kitchen Island, you know, like a big, those big kitchen. Yeah, islands. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like chasing him around. Like, I'm going to kick your ass, whatever. Are you serious? I didn't hear that. You didn't part know that of it. dude. I, yeah. No, I, yeah. Knew, I knew he drove down there. I didn't get this run around He's, the Island yeah, thing. Cause Derek Fisher, who's, who also happens to be a former teammate of Matt Barnes uh, on the Lakers. Uh, started dating his ex-wife. Right, right, so right. just complete violation of the bro code, man. I think they're still together, right? I think they might still be together. Right. Yeah. Uh, which, which, and it's another interesting thing about that. I mean, I'm, I don't want to make light of a, a tough situation, especially since they have kids, right? Um, sure. But I thought that was interesting. Um, uh, so I hope, uh, you know, I hope they work it out some way, one way or another. Um, another social media tidbit that came up was uh speaking of marriages uh steph curry's little sister Sidel. she got married yeah uh, that's nice. and uh there have been these videos of you know you, you catch these videos of steph curry just doing like casual stuff like fly, on a plane playing golf I, i've dancing. seen i saw him on a plane he's but... just kind of living his best life right now man like he I was mean, having a great time at the wedding yeah he, he is living his cigar best life. like just everyone's yeah everyone's dancing around him like he's having a great time so yeah he's living like everybody every everybody's dream right everybody who like wasn't crazy athletic and could do something <laughs> on the court you know it's like oh yeah it's good you know <laughs> and and we'll probably be a hall of famer we'll probably three-time champion yeah. maybe more hopefully um two-time mvp and uh two-time two-time right two-time, yeah, yeah. yeah two-time mvp and the guy's just barely, barely turned 30, right? He's 31, 32 or something. So 33, He's 30. 30. Okay. He's 30. Wow. Man. Yeah. Wow. Born in 87. So March of 87, all of that and all the, all the accolades. So yeah, I think all of, the, all of that was just distilled in this video of seeing him dancing, like, you know, just pure unbridled, like happiness. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's, he's the engine, you know what I mean? He's the reason why the warriors are the warriors. So like, he got his, uh, his new bro-in-law, uh, Damian Lee. Yeah. Got, got signed to, a. Contract, right? Yeah, that's that's gonna be awkward. Is he gonna play? Wait, is it is it like a, a is it like a the like a D League NBA? Sure. What are those called again? The, uh, two-way. two-way. Was that a two-way yeah. contract? 
Maybe. I don't know. I, I read it a while ago. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't follow college basketball too much, but I don't know if this guy's actually any good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he might be... He might be okay. He might be, yeah. Yeah. I, I've, he, he hasn't been on my radar at all. This is like when J.R. Smith's, like, six-foot-one brother got signed by the Knicks in the in the preseason, um, but didn't make it out of, like, the preseason or something like that. Just, like, was able to sit on the bench, like... And up until the season started, so don't get me started on Jarvis. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, I do want to say something about the Matt Barnes thing. Though. Yeah, I mean, like uh, Matt Barnes is hilarious because if you ever, you know, like in interviews and when you when you hear him talk, he sounds like just a nice guy. Yeah, like he, you know, when he was with the we, we Believe team, his mom passed away from cancer, and everybody like really felt for him. And then, um, you know, like when he talks, he he has some interesting things to say, and he's kind of funny too. But then he has like this weird side where it's like he's very volatile and yeah. like almost, you know, he reminds me of like dudes that, um, you know, you kind of know growing up who are like, oh, that guy's cool. But then he's just like, you put him in something will just like make him go, yeah, I'll fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kick his ass, sure. <laughs> so that's, I think, what you could be like having a great time at a barbecue or something and then something happens and then just the, the switch flips. I, I agree with you. I think I, I love Matt Barnes. I, I love what he did for the for the for our, for our team. But I read these accounts of people meeting him on the street. There's random NBA fans, and mm. like he's apparently always nice to them. Always down to take pictures, yeah. sign autographs, talk, actually have conversations with people. I've read on like uh, the NBA subreddit like people who you know serve as in restaurants, and he would like talk to them, give them a nice tip. So like for all intents and purposes, like you were right, he is seems like a nice guy yeah. but he does definitely has a dark side and he like keeps it real like, yeah, and he seems like he he has like his own personal kind of he just you know, keeps code it, of conduct yeah right? he keeps like, it, yeah exactly code of conduct that's a good way of putting it like you 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 break one of these rules then like you're dead to me and yeah. i'm like yeah do you remember his beef with mo cheeks uh, he was a second round pick of the 76ers when mo cheeks was a coach right and apparently the story goes when he was he was still a rookie and he was just like shooting threes right and mm-hmm. Mo Cheeks walks by this is he's like second round rookie like barely made barely made a team shooting threes and Mo Cheeks is like what are you doing why are you shooting threes you're never gonna make threes you're never gonna make threes in the NBA right and he remembered that and so when he was on the We Believe Warriors there was a game where they played the Sixers yep and he shot a ton of threes and made them and after every three he would just like turn to Mo Cheeks and just like remember that. barking you remember that I remember that game yeah the, I think Mo Cheeks bro- broke one of his uh, other codes of conduct like the, <laughs> maybe the loyalty code or I don't know like not being there for not being there for me when you could have been a good mentor for me or something like that right like he doesn't he doesn't take disrespect like lightly right no no perceived no, per, i would say perceived disrespect right yeah that's why he's he's such a uh he's such a 90s dude to me right like cuz I, I he just represents that like uh kind of kind of vibe but it's also funny cuz like i remember you know when he played at UCLA i was yes. like this guy's garbage. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, he was he was volatile in college too. Yeah, he was kind of like the tough guy. Right? He was the tough guy for those teams. He was, yeah. the, he was the tough guy on the Baron Davis team, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Baron Davis, him, Earl Watson. Like he was the enforcer. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I, and and I was pulling for like you know Stanford and Cal. Yeah, of and course. So, Dan Gedzurik. Yeah, yeah. The, man, those, that team was loaded. Yeah, and so when Matt, like I was not a Matt Barnes fan, yeah. and I, I was. When you think about it, like that guy had a long ass NBA career, he did, man. To to become to be a and he played four years in college. Yeah, he played four years in college. So all those guys that his all the UCLA guys he played with, they all left before he graduated. He was the guy carrying that team. 
he played he played a he played four in college. He was like a like a skinny power forward. Mm. And then he gets drafted in the second round by the Sixers and just ekes out this like incredibly long career. Yeah. You know? Um so so uh what's what's the verdict on Matt Barnes? Uh, thumbs up or thumbs down? I'm a big thumbs up. Oh, dude, I, I love, I love Barnes, that guy. man. That yeah. guy, uh, I loved him when he was on the We Believe team. Yes. It was all like, obviously, when a player you don't like ends up on your team, you love him, right? You love him. So, you always love him, yeah. Um, and it was great to see him uh, uh, get get a ring, although, like, I wish he was more of a factor, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, still jacked up some ugly threes, but... Uh, yeah, I know. still remember a co- uh, he had, like, a couple signature dunks. Mm-hmm. Um of course, Andres Bedrin also had a couple of signature dunks. So, <laughs> but yeah, Matt Barnes, man, he he played for the Warriors for what two years? Not even. Was it? I don't. Yeah. Man, the we believe is a blur. It was two years. The we believe team was two years. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he was only on it for those two years. I think so. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I think you're probably right. Yeah, they blew up that team really fast. Yeah, that was another team of guys who were about six eight. Yeah, just ran like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether like I guess Richardson six, six yeah, because Stephen Jackson five. could handle the ball too. Yep, yeah. and uh, even throw Petrus out there like off the off the bench. Like yes, the that's right. Man off the bench, six 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 seven. Michael Petrus. Yeah, yeah, and you know so, um, but that's a that's a whole nother what if. So you're so me bringing up Matt Barnes really triggered uh, a lot of feelings for you, huh? Love Matt Barnes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We are, if Matt Barnes, if you're listening, if you ever want to be on the show, and you're in uh, Los Angeles, give us a holler, <laughs> please. <laughs> Um, the the one one final thing I wanted to mention about social media um, is um, so you're familiar with the concept of uh, China Clay, right? When China when Clay Thompson went to China, or yeah. well, he goes every year because he's an he's an onside guy, right? OaklandWarriors.com sells shirts that say China Clay. They do. Okay. Um, I hope we hear that link again at some point during this episode. <laughs> It'll be in the middle of it somewhere. Um, he had he talking about living his best life. He was living it he lives his best life all the time and apparently like social media just ran with videos of him having a great time in china and stuff so this summer he's in cutter the country of cutter cutter clay cutter clay with in the middle east with he was with uh luke walton luke walton who's probably like surreptitiously trying to uh recruit him he was with mellow and he's with tracy mcgrady so a bunch of six eight guys just hanging out in Cutter, yep. um, and he was wearing like the uh, the the Arabic hat. The uh, I think it's called the kafia. Uh, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that word. Uh, he was riding a camel, and he's, he's sporting a beard now, so he doesn't look like a super villain anymore with a goatee <laughs> mustache. <laughs> he actually has a full beard now and a, bit, a little bit of an afro. So yeah, he he looks like he's having a great time. <laughs> You, look, you thought he looked like a supervillain, kind of right with that like goatee mustache, like the uh, yeah. the little like oval around your uh, mouth. He just like looked like the guy in the club that you're like, who's that dude? <laughs> like just like kind of like dead in the eyes. <laughs> it's like what is he thinking about? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's kind of still how he is. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I didn't see any. I saw I saw a photo of him with like Luke Walton, and um, but you know, Clay Thompson, man. I I, I look at Clay Thompson. And some guy who, uh, you know, obviously son of an NBA player. Sure. Uh, but then, like, he, he was okay in high school from what I've read uh, for a couple of years. And, you know, obviously developed the skill, the shot. Uh, he was a modern-day guy. No. Yeah. No. No? No. No? No, he went to some other school. 
uh, I forgot what it was. Because I know he grew up in Oregon, right? But then he he played basketball in Orange Southern County, Co- in Orange County somewhere. But it was it was not Matter Matter yeah. Day. Okay, I I apologize. Um, but then he you know he just ended up being like really. You're right, Santa Margarita. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, any insights from Cutter? None, except for there was. It's funny. Like there was a there was a photo of Clay, Carmelo, Luke, and Tracy McGrady, and uh, I don't know who posted it. But then Clay Thompson said, uh, "Next (laughs) big three champions." (laughs) <laughs> he 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 yeah he commented to that and then immediately after that Carmelo uh, commented fuck out of here <laughs> I mean that's funny yeah that's pretty funny like just like be having that like wherewithal to like have that kind of comment like it's pretty pretty cool yeah yeah do you think people like Melo and Trace McGrady look at Clay Thompson they're like man that guy's really good or like that guy uh, has a distinct skill mm-hmm. uh but besides the shooting yeah like he's he, he's a good shooter and he ended up on a great team mm-hmm. and uh he kind of built his game up from there you know what i mean yeah 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 um the the defense though man yeah really good defender yeah really good help defender really good team system guy too right yep. just like smart high high basketball iq yeah uh, so you have a high basketball IQ guy who's like okay athletically, but also is tall enough where he can get a shot off at any time and happens to be a really good shooter. It's a tough combination, man. Yeah. Like Carmelo was never a defender, you know. No. no Offensively, no. he was like one of the best like shooters and like offensive players, you know, of his generation. But the rest of his game suffered, I think. Um, Tracy McGrady was an overall better player. Um, because he was a good defender too, um, but for some reason he just never get out of the first round. <laughs> yeah, couldn't carry a team, I guess. I don't know. All right, well that's a uh, that's another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, OaklandWarriors.com. Buy a T-shirt and give us a rating on iTunes if you like the what you're hearing. And uh, feel free to give us some feedback too. This is Chung signing out. This is Patrick. Later. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Jeff Oki as well as Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs. Go Dubs.